Protect the Empire podcast with Chris Skinner. It's a week before uh, Blues in the Night begins and I am with the cast uh, backstage. They're all very excited. I know they've all been eating Vietnamese baguettes for lunch. And um, I think I want to start with you, Clive, given that you are described as the snake. Yes, I suppose that it with my, my character is uh, becomes the focus of uh, the female's attention of, of men. I am kind of the physical embodiment of the males that they talk about. Even though I'm not related or have relationships with, with any of them, I still kind of embody that man, which, you know, it's, uh, which is an honour. Thank you very much. Um, but, of course, with that, he has the sides to him that where he puts the women down. But in a very weird way, he also speaks a lot of truth within that and it's finding that line within the face for him. You guys basically deliver this story pretty much entirely through music, don't you? There is no there is no you know, there is no dialogue other than letting the music speak for itself, is there? There's a tiny few bits of dialogue. There's um top of act one and top of act two you get a bit of speech from who am I? The lady. Um, we always get confused because it's woman, lady, girl, so never mind all of that. So there's a, a bit of dialogue from her, but base, mostly it is sung through, and all the characterizations, the stories, the emotions come through the music. And, I mean, tell, tell me how uh, your three, the female roles, interact with each other. What, what, what's, you each have a, a USP and a, a certain thing that you do amongst yourselves. I think what the women are at different stages in women's lives, you know, with relationships and, you know, leaving home and trying to find out what's out there and with, with gentlemen with love as well they've had different stages and they've experienced that so you get the woman the lady the girl they're literally the, the girls finding her feet in the world out there the woman's been there and she's a little bit jaded and the lady's seen it all and she's seen every you know people come and go so it's i think the audience will be able to recognize that as well the different stages in, in these women's lives so, so genuinely, tell me something then about, about the venue. Is, is, it, is it quite exciting to be doing like a kind of one-off night at the Hackney Empire? There is something special about that kind of thing, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. Everyone's, um, I mean, there's such a really nice hype about this. And, and um, we've, we're working really hard to like get a really nice tight show together. And it's much more than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be just music, um, more of a gig. But actually, there's so many backstories and so much depth to it. It's just, it's brilliant. And seeing it all come to life, it's really cool. I want to talk about the music. Um, uh, maybe I'll go through each of you one by one and tell me, say, the songs that you're really relishing performing on the night. Um, obviously, getting a chance to sing with three fantastic voices, the ladies, you know, the company numbers are, are exhilarating, blues in the night. Um, for me, um, I, I don't sing in the opening number and the girls just knock it out of the ballpark. Um, uh, I suppose for me, it, it, there's, there's a... Um, there's a weird number in, I think it's in the top of the second act, isn't it? Love to a man, da -da 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 -da, which is, it's a really, it's a really kind of out of left field. Um, uh, and it, I, I was uh, explaining to the guys that I thought it was like a kind of a sorbet. It's like a musical sorbet. You get so much richness and blues and emotion. And then this, this number comes along and it's very light. It's kind of very kind of 1950s um, straight. I think that's the best way to describe it. But then if you look at the lyrics, 
lyrics, what it's actually saying is, is that uh, what he's saying to the women is, is that you have to take responsibility for the way that men treat you. It's not just that men treat you badly. You have to understand that you will stand there and say, you know, um, I'll be there. It doesn't matter what you do. You know, I'll, be, I'll support you. You know, it doesn't, I don't care how you are. All these statements may, um, uh, give men the, 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 the reason, the, the license to, be, to treat women in a bad way. But it's put in this little sugar kind of coated uh, kind of shell. And, that, and that's why I, I, I think a lot of very moving, big numbers. But that one, I think, has a, maybe the strongest message for, from the man within the piece. Would you say it's the, the content of the lyrics then, or is it um, the, the tune that makes you really want to belt a certain number out more than others? It's so many factors. You've got these wonderful lyrics, um, some of them are very haunting, very melancholic. You've got some which are just downright rude. I mean, <laughs> yeah. like the, the innuendos in them are yeah, just yeah. like, leaves nothing to the imagination. The only things we don't actually say are those words. Yeah. And then you've got just like the, the, the fantastic music and all those harmonies, and I love singing in harmony. Mm. And, and for us, we've, we've been doing the harmony stuff, and some of it is, well, I, well not technical, but just, just that little bit off key that you're not, it's not sinking in straight away. So it's one of those things that when we, when we do it and it, actually blends and you hear that sound it's a clashing isn't yeah. it rather than off key it's yeah, the fact yeah. that they clash yeah. they clash they're discordant yeah. yeah thank you thank you for finding the right way yeah, for me so when they happen and it all comes together you're just like that and you can just you just feel this like in the room and it's all those aspects of me that just make me love singing this kind of music because you've got like i said great lyrics great songs discordant tunes it's just it just makes it exciting to do. And Nikki, what do you say about... Um, obviously, it's a blues night, and that's, yeah. that's very different to uh, the music that you might normally deliver in a musical. Is, is, is that a, how different a proposition is that? Um, well, it, it's obviously quite a lot freer, the blues, so um, that feels really nice to actually um, free things up. Obviously, when we're doing the tight harmonies, that has to be, like, together, and when it works, it's, oh, it's amazing. Um, but, yeah, and I guess I'm, like, learning loads from these guys because their voices are just unbelievable, and I can't believe I'm sitting here singing with them. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. I and, and Emmy, you, you did Tina recently, who I guess, you know, her, her path in the, the, the musical family tree extends from some of the music you've heard tonight. So was it quite nice then taking it a step back and really getting into this sound? Absolutely, getting down to the, the history of it and, yeah. you know, the, the, where it started and in its kind of almost raw stages. I mean, some, like Sharon was saying, some of the lyrics are so painful, but, you know, the backdrop of the music, it's just... It, that's where it kind of started, but putting your emotions in a song and, and singing it out to the world, it's so, it's freeing. So, um, yeah, it's, it's just going to be a really fun night and hopefully the audience will be able to enjoy that freeness that we're, you know, being able, hopefully, able to deliver on the night as well. I'm Susie McKenna, I'm directing Blues in the Night and I'm the creative director here at Hackney Empire. They're an interesting cast for Hackney Empire, aren't they? Yeah, they are. I mean, they're pretty much family, which yes. is, it, which is, to be honest, it, it came out of a, a, a bottle of wine late at night a few years ago now, um, where Clive, um, Sharon and myself talked about shows that we'd like to do. Um, and we were daring to dream for a bit. And we said, hey, you know, it's such a great show. Let's do Blues in the Night sometime. And then the opportunity came up this year to do it. We're looking, what we're actually doing is this is a showcase. This is a one night, two show day where we are putting it together with a fantastic cast to show that this show that hasn't been done in London for 20 years has a life. 
has a, has, has a relevance to now. And that we're changing it up a little bit. Um, I think we're making it a bit more hard-hitting. Um, and at the, but at the same time, it's about the music. It's about the blues music. And it's about four people. A tired band singer who thinks he's better than he is. An old woman who used to be on the Chitlin circuit thinking she's going to make a comeback. Uh, a socialite woman who's had the high life and is now absolutely on the skids and heartbroken. And a young girl who starts off hopeful at the top of the evening and very quickly gets all those hopes dashed. And it's about the music that gets them through the night. So it just takes place in this dingy hotel in Chicago in 1939. What I love about it is, is the premise for the show actually sounds like a blues song in yeah. itself. You, 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 what you were saying there was pretty much blues lyrics. Absolutely, and that's the whole point, yeah. I mean, it's, it, you are absolutely in its era, in its time, and they're all in that state of mind. Um, and so, yes, absolutely, it, we're trying to evoke that period, evoke that state of mind, um, and have a little bit of a, an idea of, of who they are and why they sing the blues, why, yeah. why, they, why they use this music to get them through. So, so to someone who maybe has a passing interest, tell us what sort of numbers uh, people are going to hear. Um, well, there's classic Bessie Smith numbers. If people don't know who Bessie Smith was, she's uh, an amazing blues um, uh, variety, uh, vaudeville artist, Bessie, who sang very risque songs that were full of innuendo. So that, that, that was quite a common thing, wasn't it, back then? It, was, it wasn't the... We have quite a sanitised version of the blues in our heads, don't we? Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, the blues was... Dirty, down and low. And, and it didn't pull any punches, you know? I mean, some of these lyrics are pretty hard-hitting. Um, but they're all done with a twinkle, or they're done in a way that allows you not to feel filthy, but it does feel low, down and dirty, you know? <laughs> and, I, and I certainly don't... I, I think it, there's a very easy way now of just... Because the tunes are so great, that you're just thinking about the music for the music's sake. Actually, there are classic blues words even there's even a blues vocabulary which were all sort of double entendre yeah. and and words that were um uh, sort of used and the people knew what they meant but no one else did it was almost like a secret language yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and a lot of these tracks are um the quality of the if you want to go and listen to those the quality of the recording is, is quite crackly is quite yeah. grainy uh, so so to experience it live is obviously something that that you know, you can be a blues fan, but you might never have actually heard these songs performed the way they were meant to be heard, really. Absolutely, and, and, and live in that way. You'd have heard them on a dodgy old recording, either yeah. on YouTube or on your album, yeah. you know. And absolutely, yeah. I, mean, I suppose the most modern versions of them would have been Ella's late recordings, mm. perhaps. Um, and uh, there was Alberta Hunter. People wouldn't understand that Alberta was a forerunner of... It was a contemporary Bessie Smith and Alberta was a forerunner of Ella. Ella was almost like the young thing coming yeah. through at that point. So it's her recordings that most of us know, and obviously because she was so great. But actually, those often they she was often doing covers of other people's yeah. songs as well. Um, and these are sort of yeah, they're they're all in situ, and, and it has a very very tentative, slight narrative. But the narrative isn't about oh, it's a big story. It's about seeing a slice of people's lives and getting to know them and letting them in and, uh, and feeling for them and feeling with them, you know. Um, and I think that, the, you know, the, the, 
the joy of it as well is having the chance to be a bit free with it. Uh, the, the, it's, it's not musical theatre. It is musical theatre. This is a musical theatre show. It was put together as, if you like, a review that yeah. that showcased these amazing numbers, but it's it, and although it's musical theatre, it's actually the, it's it's that feeling we're trying to evoke something a bit more low down and real. <laughs> <laughs>